0: Good evening, chat, and welcome to this week's Scrim School Scrimcast. We are finally back from our nice extended vacation uh, with the new season starting. Uh, There was a ton of meta shifts and changes that we really needed to nail down before we uh, got some guests on here. So I'm excited to be back. I'm really looking forward to this episode. Uh, We have two guests this week that uh, I really look up to. Um... First and foremost is Matt Ghostbuck. He made the decision to become better at PvP, and he has invested the last season or two into, uh, into improving. And he has pushed himself to the T on how to get better. So make sure to ask as many questions as possible for Matt. And then secondly, our second guest is Kami. I mean, those of you that have been around my channel for a while know Kami, know how he plays. The man is just methodical. Um, watching him play is just an incredible experience, and playing against him is rough. So, uh, we're going to undeafen. Kami's running a little late, but we can get started and meet with Matt and uh, start picking his brain until so Kami can get in here. Let's get it. Good evening, Matt. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. So let's start this off. Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell the viewers who you are, what makes you tick, um, things you enjoy in and out of gaming.
1: So I am uh, Macos Buck. I have been a Twitch streamer for probably... five years um x division one pvp dark zone main um, i've always done pvp in every game i've ever played tried it in destiny uh when i first started with destiny i didn't play destiny one i started with destiny two and i was terrible <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't get it down I, I just i would just walk and die um, so i spent maybe the last probably almost two months now doing nothing but quick play solo for the most part and just trying to learn everything i can and improve everywhere i can and i was a 0.8 overall uh kd two months ago and now we are close to a 1.1 uh and still going up so that's where i am with destiny um i don't really stream much anymore i focus more now on 60 second uh 60 second build breakdowns that i post over on tiktok uh that do pretty well mainly pve builds but i did start to get into the pvp side of it uh and then you probably see me around on twitter
0: Mm -hmm. all the twitter tweets i uh (laughs) i've loved seeing the backing that you've been getting with your growth tweets and like your improvement and stuff like that that's that's the kind of stuff we love to see in the community, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, the PvP side um, used to scare me, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I talk to a lot of people almost weekly now that I all I used to, you know, try to avoid because I was worried they were going to pull up some stats and tell me to shut up, basically.
0: <laughs> yep. I mean, that happens. It still happens. It, it <laughs> does. It does. That's
1: actually why I decided to uh, finally get better.
0: I love that. Um, do yeah. you feel like? Do you feel like the uh, the support that you've gotten from the higher end PvP community has motivated you to push harder? In oh yeah,
1: growing? it's 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 great. They're they're a lot nicer. There's there's a lot of good people in the PvP community, and I feel like most non-PvPers don't see it or have no idea that they exist. And a lot of you guys are really really great.
0: I mean, I'm just like you. Um, I'm still learning as well, you know? Yeah. Big Matt fan more like? Hell yeah. Love to see it. Uh, Kami is in here now. He is just deafened, so I don't know if he knows that or not. Let's see. Let me, uh, tell him he's deafened. right um yeah i mean man i've really loved seeing the the support that you've gotten um i gotta make sure to hop in so if you didn't know matt runs pickups in his discord as well so make sure to follow him on the socials as well as Kami. um obviously that is the wrong one hold on i have to remember my own commands it's been a month There we go. So there's the links. Make sure to follow the two guests of this week on those links. Uh, That's where you can find them off of the podcast in the day-to-days. Definitely worth checking out. They wouldn't be on this cast otherwise. Um, Matt, let's start out with... Until Kami realizes that he's uh, deafened. Let's start out with... uh, Do you stick solely to quick play? for
1: for the time being uh yes <laughs> I did I did my um I did do my comp placements um okay I actually ended up getting my first ever we ran in comp during my placement oh there you go um placed gold three which I'm told is the highest you can place but I haven't really done much of that that since. Um, I've done Trials-ish in the past. Um, I'm not great at Threes and having to communicate with two other people and listen to them tell me what to do or tell them what to do. So that's my next uh, goal, is to get good at Trials. I did play a little bit this season and I was way, way better than I was in the past. So I guess it's a good thing.
0: Breath is always good yeah all right um Tommy because you are undeafened now why don't you introduce yourself to the viewers out there
2: all right uh you know I think a good opening statement is my monitor came and broken <laughs> so yes. uh you know I'm in a really good mood right now but I'm not gonna <laughs> let that ruin the rest of my day or the rest of my life despite it being really really easy to but um i am a washed up destiny 2 streamer i'm part of the the clan i am uh, led by triple Rack, you know benny sir demetrius and you know over at my stream i tend to make a joke about everything because if i didn't i'd probably be clinically insane by now <laughs> that being said um i mean that's really all i can say so, viewers out there, if
0: you didn't know, Kami is the best tourney player in second place. <laughs> you know,
2: I'm a top two streamer, and unfortunately, I'm not, not one.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, I, I like to give him a hard time just because every tourney. Have you? You've won a couple, haven't you?
2: Yeah, I, I've won a couple, like, every year that I did play in tourneys before I retired.
0: Yeah, before, you mean when tourneys were still tourneys?
2: Yeah, before it kind of <laughs> became, you know, the same three people competing for a slice of bread. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh... I hope, I hope at some point it comes back. Oh my god, that's probably the best thing I've ever seen. Uh Tommy, I'm gonna... Break character for a second and let you know that Chibs just said you are the dado of tournaments.
2: Goodness, bro! <laughs> Goodness, it's actually never been that bad. <laughs> Missed
0: it by two minutes. <sighs>
2: <laughs> Thankfully, I can say that's never been me. I cannot fully relate.
0: Uh, always the bridesmaid. That was a good one. Um, holy shit. So we just started out, Matt was explaining what he, uh, what steps he made to get better and the, the game modes that he plays mostly. Kami, why don't you tell the viewers out there where they can usually find you in the Crucible?
2: Uh, doing private matches because if I'm playing quick play, there is something wrong.
0: <laughs> you say that, but I've ran into you in quick play a lot.
2: Yeah, I mean, past couple months have been pretty hard on me. You know. <laughs> divorce leads children to the worst of places, that being Destiny 2 quick play. That's very true.
0: That's very true.
2: But That's yeah, typically I, I tend to do private matches. Occasionally you might see me just doing quick play, not paying attention, just mm-hmm. fighting off, you know, what I would consider felons and other people that somehow escaped from prison and found themselves in my Destiny 2 lobby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they uh it's uh it's a
2: rehabilitation program. It's what it is. Probably not the best one. I feel like it may be making things worse, if anything. But you know, <laughs> think your own.
0: Um so let's get it straight into the nitty-gritty. Um Kami, what steps can you tell the viewers to take to improve in the Crucible?
2: Um I guess it depends on your platform, most importantly, but typically at least what helped me, right, was watching high level players, so people you might respect, that could be someone like Onyx, that could be Walla, that Panda, like, you, you name it. If you consider them good, you know, 9 out of 10 times, you can tune into their stream and kind of have a good understanding, or not necessarily good understanding, but you can see what they're doing, and then from there, what you have to do with that information is, okay, why are they doing what they're doing, why is it working, and how can I implement stuff like that into my own gameplay.
0: I liked that that was incredibly intuitive actually um and then matt what uh what steps have you taken personally as well to improve your gameplay uh
1: similar to what kami said like watching people you look up to um i i mainly play solar hunter crucible uh ill physics is a big solar hunter guy so i watch a lot of him um the whole Discord thing that we started, we run a lot of private matches, and a lot of people in there are, like, 2.0 overalls, and I learn a, a ton from them kicking the crap out of me, basically.
0: Oh, you mean you you, you learn by playing people better than you?
1: Yes, yeah. Huh. So, basically, I, I, I get destroyed by them in privates, and then I just take it to quick play and improve there against, you know, people that are of like mind as me.
0: Mm-hmm. It's crazy how that works out yep um i mean i want to bring up sbmm but i think we're kind of beating a dead horse there so let me ask kami i know your thoughts on it it is we we share the same sentiments
2: i mean you Uh, you saw the video you know i I learned a lot playing against brazil's finest
0: Uh, dude i play at 4 a.m my lobbies are all china
2: (laughs) just you're playing against the weakest chinese player
0: Wow, Savage. It's just, it doesn't matter when the ping is 600. They could be a 0.8 and I'm still
2: shooting yeah, at and Yeah, like, I don't think people realize, like, peer-to-peer and skill-based aren't, they don't lend themselves to a good experience.
0: Yeah, no, not at all. Um, So, Matt, let me ask you, how do you personally feel with SBMM? Do you think it's helped you improve? do you think it's i mean we're gonna we're gonna this is your chance to open up here
1: i i know it's such a sore subject too because i i, I mainly get a lot of positive feedback on everything i post about you know the katie going up and trying to approve and I'm, I'm waiting for people to just tell me to shut up about my katie uh updates <laughs> but every once in a, wh- every once in a while, um, I, get, I get a couple of people that will comment saying that I'm only doing good because I'm playing 0.8s because I was a point 0.8 and stuff like that. So to an extent, skill-based matchmaking, yes, it, it helped me get in there because I'm, I'm going to match typically people that were bad like I was. And at this point, I think the game is confused on how to match me um, because, you know, a month ago... A month ago I was a 0.8 and now I I typically play at like a point a 1.6 1.7 every match so I think it doesn't know where to where to put me.
0: Yeah I mean that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm not at a point where I I get terrible lag and ping yet and I don't think I'm playing a lot of uh, Asian servers. every once in a while I'll get like some Asian clan tags but it's not it's like maybe one every 30 games. So I'm not there yet to hate it. I'm sure maybe in another month I probably will.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's an experience, man. Um, it's really fun to shoot somebody and then die to a melee and have no idea where it came from.
1: Yeah, I have noticed that the servers <laughs> cannot keep up with how fast Titans and Warlocks melee, so they, you typically shoot through their bodies because they're moving too quickly.
0: That's oh no! this lovely. this isn't even that this is uh they're running into the wall and all of a sudden you die from a melee <laughs> yeah i don't have <laughs> so, that yet <laughs> it's it's coming this is these are the I'm, things i'm sure
1: yeah, I'm close.
0: <laughs> you're you're almost there because i think i think seasonal wise i'm sitting at like a 1.6 and okay. uh my lobbies are either korea china mexico or onyx and new bay
1: yeah, I'm, I'm right there, because my <laughs> seasonal is like 1.4, so I'm like right at the...
0: You're at the cusp.
1: Right at the... Yeah, right at the cusp.
0: I guess it depends on time, too. Um, what times... I mean, what times do you both usually play slash stream? Now. <laughs> now? Okay.
1: Yeah, typically after... I, I have a almost two-year-old, so she goes to bed at like anywhere anywhere between seven and, and nine, so I'll usually get on when she goes to bed.
0: Okay. That was a uh, that was a missed opportunity for a nice joke. A little disappointed in that, but <laughs> you could have said somewhere between six and nine. I could have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Kami, why don't you tell the viewers out there where, what times they can find you?
2: Demon hours. If you ever feel like you can't beat the sleep paralysis demon, don't worry. I can't beat them either, so that's why I stream at usually Godforsaken hours, anywhere. So my new stream schedule used to be like midnight to uh, wherever schedule? I felt like I know, you know, new <laughs> year, new me. But um, I would say anywhere at this point from this is the earliest I've gone on in a while. But um, typically 10:30 uh Central Time. All the way into like four AM and night it really just kinda depends on how I'm feeling. You know, the vibes I'm getting from chat, um the vibes I'm, so I'm getting from playing the game.
0: <laughs> that's the big and one. So
2: forth. So could be, you know, a short stream, could only last an hour. It could go all the way up to like a six, seven hour stream, really if I'm actually enjoying myself. Rare.
0: Yep. I mean that's when you're playing private matches. Honestly. Typically. Yeah, that's uh, that's when I get a ping at 4 a.m. and you say you wanna you wanna run scrims, <laughs> like I haven't even had coffee yet. Hold on,
2: my fault, my fault.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, so we talked the SBMM experience. Let's. Uh, do I really? Wh- I'll let y'all choose. Would you rather jump into trials or Turrets Banner?
1: i i haven't done a ton of trials yet so
0: i did not hold on that's tuesday's question ah here we go hold on actually i'm gonna reel that back um there was a couple questions i missed um tuesday says shotguns are very different this season what is your go-to shotgun in the primary and energy slot not including slugs because i don't think anyone's really using slugs
1: I think I have to switch to slugs because I have this problem where I keep headshotting with pellets and then they don't die because I headshot.
0: Okay. I mean, that's a good problem to have.
1: I get, yeah, I guess it's a good problem. Um, my go-to shotgun, I have a crafted without remorse with corkscrew rifling, accurized enhanced threat detector, enhanced fragile focus.
0: Okay. You got the fragile focus sauce. Good. Good. People don't have the juice on that yet.
1: It's good if you're sneaky.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, Kami, what is your go-to shotgun in primary and kinetic and energy slots?
2: I feel like I'm going to give the same answer for both slots, and it's going to be whoever doesn't piss me off, and uh, that, that, that's kind of hard to find. Um, I, I've typically kind of just learned to settle on my threat detector mindbenders. That really hasn't failed me too much, and if it does, I just go to Matador Retold. And okay. when it comes to um, Kinetics, uh, Dust Rock Blues, if, you know, mm. I'm not playing Trials, which is almost all the time. And, Dust um, Rock. Reese Walker. Kinetic, yeah. I do um, practices. Okay.
0: Yeah, Frack's a good one for a slug. That's a, that's a good choice. Um, God, I miss Dust Rock Blues. That was, yeah. that was my baby. That was such a beautiful shotty. And that's when I started actually, like, Trying to get better, I had my dust rock and I had my NF, and I just went for it.
1: See, I feel like if they ever brought it back, they'd just ruin it.
0: Yeah, probably. It would. Unless it it, it would never.
1: Yeah, but it's never. You know, it's them.
0: <laughs> right. Right. <You laughs> never know. gonna fail Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's. Uh, I had one more. Hold on. Chips had one more question. Let me find it again um chibs can you retype here oh here it is uh what do you both think is the best class to play or is it what you're most comfortable with right now in this interesting meta we're in
1: so i play hunter i'm most comfortable with hunter i enjoy uh the movement um while i'm still learning when to peek not to peek it's nice to have a dodge to be able to get back quickly and back in cover uh for the moment i have my crutches i use worm husk and i use a healing nade because i'm a terrible person
0: (laughs) the double heals (laughs) i mean yeah and i have 100
1: recovery and 100 mobility so it, it works uh eventually i'll ditch those because there's no point in surviving if you can't get kills too so I'm sure I'll find something that is actually damaging instead of survivability, but
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what I use. If it's working for now to, to help you grow. I, uh,
1: I ditched, I ditched. Um, I used to do reload dodge for like the fourth crutch. Uh, I ditched that. I don't, I no longer do the reload dodge. And, um, I, I used to run the knife that sticks on the wall, the explosive knife, but I, I swapped to the heavy one for those nice, uh, Headshot knife throws. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm trying to lose, you know, a couple crutches.
0: <laughs> Slowly but surely. Yep. <laughs> Alright, Mr. Kamiya, uh, what do you think is the best class right now?
2: Uh, the second coming of top tree Dawnboy, known as Orc Titan. It has <laughs> the best grenade, best melee, uh, best class ability, arguably. Uh, the best access to exotics. I mean, what can it not do?
0: Titan supremacy is so good. <laughs> I'm a uh, I'm a big fan of the Arc Titan right now.
2: Yeah, I'll be completely honest. It needs to go. Like, they'd... I guess you know, <laughs> without going on a tangent, you know, I can save that for you know my six page you know Twitter essay at some point.
1: Iron Banner uh, is just all Arc Titans.
2: Yeah, um, just Titan as a whole and class identity just need to really be reevaluated. I don't think it's healthy to have a class that does absolutely everything. We saw in yeah. the form of Top Tree Dawn, and we dealt with that for years, and Dawnblade and Chaos Reach were the only two things that competed at Stasis, and Stasis was just broken, so that kind of says something about the balance of the class.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, I don't know. I know that's kind of a hot take, though, because I know that Bubble Titan, obviously, is really strong. Um, As well as, uh, let's be real, er, uh, Hunter Void, Night Stalker. So... If you had, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it hard here. Uh, if you had to pick one thing to change on any of the classes to bring them more in line with the other ones, what would it be?
1: oh uh, it's such a hard question because barricades are so broken.
0: <laughs> barricades, really? Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm here. For uh, them. I mean. You're basically just putting up cover whenever you want, every, you know, what twelve seconds if you have a hundred resilience, yeah, and then you bring like in then you bring in an exotic that lets you be able to shoot through it, mm, but take nice. no damage. Yeah, I I just think, like everyone complains about healing rifts for warlocks, but when you think about it, they don't have the cooldown that a dodge or a barricade does. I do that even with that. a hundred recovery.
0: As a Titan main, I agree with that. I don't think dodge is a problem. Uh, yeah.
1: And then Kami, you bring in the new then you bring in the new uh thruster ability that Titans have, they basically have a dodge now too.
0: Yeah? I mean Yeah? I guess I could I could see that. Um Kami, what uh what would you pick?
2: Uh one thing to change about a Titan or
0: any class to bring it more in lines with the other ones?
2: Oh, uh, I mean, with Titan... I guess it's less so a Titan issue. Well, it is a Titan issue. But, um, I guess for me it would be there needs to be stricter diminishing returns, or I guess a... E- mm, a easy cop-out would be the barricade shouldn't regenerate until it's broken. Because okay. the current issue is you can run 100 resil get two barricades in the span of 30 seconds before your previous one expires and that just leads to more frustration than anything else. So it also solve the Scytans issue that we're doing with yeah. right now.
1: Yeah. It's not a bad idea. I've seen people say that um, there should be a reduction of uh, damage output too if you're shooting through Scytans.
0: I agree with that. Or what about giving Scytans the same treatment that backers got? Where yeah, if you're using Scytans um you automatically get a slower cooldown.
1: Yeah, that'd be similar to what Kami said, where the the regen doesn't start until the, the barricade's gone.
0: I do like that idea. I just don't know how that would... I don't know how that would code. Yeah. I think that'd be neat, though. That'd be a really cool thing to... I think Backris
2: is coded the same way, so... Yeah, be I, I mean, too problematic.
0: It's,
1: it's been done in, in other MMORPGs. I'm sure Bungie could figure it out.
0: So, I agree. But, and this is something that I've, I've noticed over time. Um, I First and foremost, to LLB listening, I absolutely love Bungie. I love the devs. I'm a big fan of them and the things that they do. One thing that they do that confuses me, however, is they overcomplicate things. Something minor that needs to be changed. They spend a year building it and make it this crazy steps and this crazy huge change to it and when we just needed like an add to a cooldown timer, right? Um so I'm trying to think of how they would do that without overcomplicating it. You know? Hmm, I like that one, Chibs. We're definitely gonna roll into that one. Um Chibs says what are your thoughts about bringing all of the ability cooldowns to equal across the board in pvp?
2: not all class just not all abilities are created equal and that's kind of like what we had before where a Dawn Blade was treated the same as a bubble now i'll be completely on well i guess i was also doing you know old subclasses so if you want to run bubble you would have to run like a much worse kit but I still feel like the argument kind of applies, it would... With the exception of Fists of Havoc, it would kind of just lead to roaming supers being a bit overpowered again. And also, let's just say something like a Firebolt. A Firebolt is not, like, nowhere near as strong as an arc bolt. You know, should it be treated the same in that sense. So the whole 30th anniversary change. It's not bad on paper, right? I, do I think things need to be standardized like a bit when it comes to things like comp or you know trials yeah absolutely because that's kind of like where everything falls apart because why why wouldn't I run a bubble or why wouldn't I run a, a shutdown super when it takes like 5 minutes compared to if I want to run Dawnblade it's going to take me like half a year
0: yeah true um that's that's actually leads into the next part of it and uh matt obviously i want your input on this as well do you think super should remain tiered especially with something like the idea that you can shut down bubbles by using your super but bubbles recharge so much faster uh
1: i feel like it's a hard line to walk because it's Bungie, and they either do way too much or not enough (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then if you start standardizing everything way too much then you're gonna get into year one style destiny 2 and everybody knows how much they hated that
0: yeah Tommy you got anything to weigh in on that
2: uh I don't think this tweet was directed at you, but it it was something I tweeted recently. And it's just Bungie needs to come to terms with game balance versus game health. Now the thing is, is that having a healthy game does not always mean that the game is the most balanced. And having a balanced game does not mean the game is in its absolute most healthy spawn. And so that would entail, you know, let's just say you know, Forsaken, you know, Shadowkeep. It was not balanced. It was very far from balanced. Pinnacle weapons were stupid, but it did lead to a lot more aggressive gameplay. It did lead to people moving. Just, you know, not being afraid. And while, you know, weapon diversity wasn't the best, at the time, that wasn't the worst thing in the world.
0: Sure. I agree with that. Uh, So that's
2: kind of just something they have to come to terms with. That, hey, a balanced game does not necessarily mean that players are going to have fun or that this is going to be the absolute best thing. You know, Destiny typically, the the most memorable metas are when things are, you know, the furthest thing from balanced. Really.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, This is something that I see on Twitter a lot. It's the weapons versus abilities argument. And it's one of my favorite ones to jump into um, because I can always tell how people play by their answers. But I want to ask you both, I mean we're supposed to have a 60-40 weapons to abilities is what we're supposed to be in at now. Do you think that that's a working model or do we need less abilities? More abilities? What are your both thoughts?
1: I think the abilities are wild. Um, <laughs> I've always said that, and this was before I, I made the uh, decision to try to get good at doing this. I've always complained that there's about one hundred and seventeen different ways you can die in Destiny PvP match that aren't an actual weapon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and y- so, two months ago, when I was like a point eight overall, you don't. You, it's wild the gameplay that i'm seeing change even like day to day just from going up in overall kd just the way people play it differently is wild uh when i first started playing quick play every day um i used to be able to just run around with 450 ar and slay out and now i'm playing peekaboo matches with people as soon as they take one tick of damage i don't see them again for another five minutes it's <laughs> People's play styles as you go up are completely like it's wild how much they change. They they throw like five storm nades at the beginning of a match and just kind of hang out with each other
0: in the back of the map. Yep. I had a tweet about that yesterday.
1: And I feel like a lot of like I'm it's it's weird how you're I'm progressing and getting better, but the play style doesn't seem like good people are doing it. Even though I know they're good, it's just like lazy gameplay, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I
0: guess. Interesting. Okay. But,
1: like nobody's really shooting weapons anymore. I've I've encountered a lot of people just throw a wither horde on the floor, throw a grenade, and then run around until they get that back.
0: Yep. Which is, I'll, I'll hold my thoughts on that. Uh, Kami, where's your uh, input on this first?
2: Um. <sighs> I have a lot of kind of conflicting thoughts on it. I feel like this, if you've been a part of the franchise since D1, it just feels like Bungie's just kind of, they're kind of trapped. They're they are stuck in a circle where in D1, you know, abilities ran rampant. You know, primaries were wow. Special weapons were, you know, wow. But that's also what led to the appeal. But the thing is that, you know, players didn't like that it got changed because i want to say what was it like year three just became who can throw a sticky nade at who first Mm -hmm. and obviously that you know we're kind of it's not stickies it's kind of who can throw (laughs) a, a storm nade at who first
0: yeah i mean i i agree with that so do you think that the model where it's at now is healthy for the longevity of the game because well
2: I don't think 60/40 is ever going to be as attainable as they think it's going to be, because right now we're kind of in we're in the cycle of yo we should just nerf nerf abilities abilities are the issue abilities are the issue which I definitely think diminishing returns is the way to go now do I think we need to you know lean into what we had in year one of D2 where you know you throw an ability you're not gonna get back for the rest of the match No, I don't think things should be that punishing. But I definitely think kind of the, the go-to balance should be, hey, you know, it, it's great that you can farm armor and everything. I, I feel like, you know, especially with the subclass 3.0 giving you free boost, you can go into a dungeon, spend a week in there, come out with, you know, at least, you know, double or triple 100s, and, you know, the stats of your choosing, you know, that's great and all, but hey, you know, we need to actually... Realize that isn't that necess- it's not necessarily the healthiest thing for the game. I don't think the game was balanced around the fact that, hey, you can do that now, have triple 100 and all these stats, and there's not really any trade-offs. Compared to, you know, before, like, what? In D1, there was, like, the tier 42, tier 43, something. It was, like, tier 12, tier something like that. Right. But that, that took a lot more time and effort. Obviously, do I think people need to, you know, just main the game to get the armor they want no but i definitely think bungie needs to kind of take into account that hey people can do that now don't punish the people who aren't doing that for instance uh i run like what, <laughs> like eight six ten like six 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 like you know a fairly balanced build right you know you shouldn't punish those people too hard but obviously you need to kind of have like a better cutoff compared to you know what there is where it feels i, I would say almost mandatory be running some of these builds because yeah, if you're not you're just y- you're just going to get shafted because you know even if it's something as simple as oh you know the title on your team you know he has five intellect with thundercrash he's not going to be gaining super at the same rate as you know let's just say denny is flying around the map getting kills and you know he's running max intellect
0: yeah exactly so he's going to be stacking it a lot faster um the problem is a lot of the community doesn't even know about that kind of thing and that's something that i'm starting to realize they don't know you can go farm you know the dungeons to stack there's an
1: easier way you can literally take five umbral grams, go to the helm go to the war table focus risen armor and literally get triple hundred build in five seconds and so many people don't know about that you don't well, even have to touch end game content.
0: <laughs> I don't have an I don't have any umbrellas because the Akilos SMG likes to tease me. Well, yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, but yeah, I I think two seasons ago, I, I made at least 5 different triple 100 builds on each class all within like a day and a half.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. Um So, yeah, I mean how the question is should Bungie tune for those people that don't have the drive or the effort or the the knowledge to even do it or should they tune for those that do i guess there is the real question here
2: i guess a okay a, i guess this is kind of answering your question with a question right is or I guess a different answer to that question is I think Bungie needs to actually stick to a full philosophy, actually get their priorities in order, instead of kind of this, hey, we're working towards the future of the crucible, but you know, chances are we're not gonna see like the actual future come to fruition for you know three, four, five years. You know, um, I-, I would say kind of a, a frustration I voiced a lot on stream is that, you know, no offense, you know, I don't doubt that the Bundy devs are talented and everything, I, you know, I try to avoid, you know, outright shitting on the company as much as I can, but it's a bit silly how we get AE, it's being tuned time and time and time again, and it's just kind of like, how did this make it to the live game? You know, this felt more like, okay, we just finished alpha testing, now it's time for beta testing, and after the beta's over, you'll kind of have, like, you know, a com- more complete version of AE. You know, we also kind of saw that with the crafting system where they, they, they straight up just shelved all the crafting materials. And I'm like, yo, so, uh, about all those crafting materials you guys <laughs> gathered. Yeah, we're, we're getting rid of all of them. Sorry about that. And, you know, it, it's just silly. It, it's really frustrating as a player.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel that as somebody that, Wants to craft but never can because of my RNG. More than anything else, um, I'm glad they got rid of the mats. Honestly, it felt like once I finally got what I needed to craft, I was short of material, and then I had to go farm something else.
2: Yeah, uh, like I'm glad they made that change. But my main point is, is that you know, I would prefer that they kind of just waited to get everything in order, and if they realized, hey, you know, th- this system doesn't particularly work. know we can come back to it I just want things to feel more complete than what they have been and that kind of the whole priority is kind of being all over the place right like okay you know you just realize that a bunch of players are frustrated with your AE changes and then you introduce disjunction (laughs) and then you introduce (laughs) skill based matchmaking and to top it all off you have a quinterpility and oh just, to, you know, t- just, penalties. you know, to, to make things a little bit better, we're going to kind of launch comp in the state that is where typically if you're freelancing and, you know, you're not <laughs> doing it on the first day for the roses, uh, you're going to be spending a lot more time getting mongoose, or at least, you know, I am.
0: Yep. And then I love, I love waiting. You know, eight minutes to ten minutes to get a comp game to play people running triple Sight and DMT in the back of the map. Don't you enjoy that too?
2: I can't name a more exciting experience.
0: <laughs> it's CONTENT with a capital K, Tommy. That's it, that's, that's a. We're touching base on like three things right now that I definitely planned on diving into all in one shot. So Matt, let's yeah. you share your thoughts. <laughs>
2: I'm it's funny because
0: coming game. from
1: the coming from the PvE side, now they're all pissed off lately too, because they don't think they think the game's too easy now. Um implement, uh, implementing the hundred Brazilians forty percent damage reduction basically made everything a cakewalk and now all these end game players feel like they have nothing to do.
0: Yep. But and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna touch base on this because I talk with Salt a lot um does it need how do I word this right um I see the responses to salts tweets and the overarching anger at his request to making a harder mode is that a healthy sentiment for the for the longevity of the game or is that a I just want to get things done sentiment mm.
1: The problem is, is okay. Cool. You you make you make something harder than Grandmaster, and that's cool. Um, but Bungie always underestimates the Destiny community, and they are always going to find something completely bonkers, broken, and always make the game a hell of a lot easier than it should be. Um, and then on the other half of it, you're going to have the people that are gonna. Are going to be upset because they can't even do grandmasters now. So then they're going to complain. Why are they putting in all this time to make new content that I can't even play when there's other issues going on? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm, you're I'm never, you're up. never ever going to please. You're never ever going to please more than forty percent of people at a time. Making Tutor.
0: So if That's you had the opportunity, nature. if you had the opportunity to tell Bungie walk into their office right now and say this will help which side would you lean
1: for harder content or just harder
0: content or more um more accessibility i guess
1: Uh, at this point i'd say harder content and switch up something like champions doesn't make content
0: Yes, I, I 100% agree like, with
1: that. they 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 made this model it was really cool when they when they came out with it, you know, 2-3 years ago, but it's it's really played at this point. Slappin even the seasonal lights, yeah, barriers, even even the itself. seasonal model at this point where everything's the same. Here do these bounties rank up this this exo frame or this this pirate ship or, you know, it's always the same.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's very tiring. <laughs> <laughs> they they need to shake up Pretty much for, like, the whole game.
0: Yeah. And it's a great game. It's it's
1: unfortunate. No, no, you're good. I was just saying. I mean, it's a great game when you look at other looter shooters and current looter shooters. They get maybe an update every year and a half. So, I mean, Destiny's still doing everything right, but still doing ah, it wrong.
2: I guess, how how can (laughs) I put it? Bungie doesn't necessarily have competition in uh, the genre, kind of the niche.
1: Look, you got Division 2 you got that yeah has gotten three new things in like the four years it's been out
2: yeah the division two i would say flopped anthem flopped um I mean, borderland borderlands 3 III was it, it was not the the goal that they struck with borderlands 2 yeah outriders flopped um, i mean outriders isn't even the same like type of game <laughs> Th- that's the thing it's just a, a lot of these games are meant to be destiny killers aren't even no like not in the same so. genre and half the time yeah. They just don't tap into the same success that Bungie did, and, and I like, feel Warf- like that's Warframe's a, that's a great, but you yeah. Have to War- Warframe's Warframe still a different game, I'd say. Yeah, you have to live and you have to live a
1: Warframe lifestyle. If you're God, Warframe. It.
0: I I didn't pay for anything in Warframe, so I crafted that, and I'd wait the you know seven to ten business days to get one piece of weapon or armor, and then realize that I fucking hated it, and then do it again. <laughs> I those, like, farmed.
1: I farmed this scythe in this in that game called Hate, and it's got like a point zero 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 seven percent drop rate. I lost my mind.
0: Yeah, and I, I I think that's one of those things where I I definitely agree with you. Um, Bungie's managed to pull off something that no other studio has been able to do, and that's build an immersive PVE and PvP and PVEVP experience all in one. Yeah, and, and that's why we're all here? I that's that's why we can't quit this. Yep. Um.
2: Have you seen the Tyler One club Yeah. All, uh... Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think about that all the time when I'm facing the triple citons in in trials. And people are asking me, "Why are you still playing this?" Because I'm addicted and I can't fucking quit. <laughs>
1: what are we gonna play, Call of Duty?
0: Yeah, exactly. Call of Duty's <laughs> been the same for twenty years yeah um i i just i hope at some point there's a competitor that comes out because that drives innovation and that's that's the biggest thing that i that's the biggest thing that i think bungie is lacking right now uh yeah
1: they don't they don't have their backs against the wall saying oh shit this this game might do it better than us
0: I don't even think it's better, honestly. That's that's not the you know the the, the drive's not better, right? It's innovation itself. That's that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. It drives innovation in any tech company and any you know studio. Two games that are doing things really, really well. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, but if they're doing things well, they bounce off of each other and build this crazy innovation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think I think somebody needs to come in and uh, not be a destiny killer, not be the next greatest thing, but to be almost a partner and bounce ideas, right? I don't know. <laughs> That's, a <laughs> That's a <laughs> tough one. That's a tough one. Look at Yeah, I mean, but Fortnite had other games that bounced off of it and helped build VRs. Same idea. Uh, yeah. Like Wait, what? It
2: was DayZ, then PUBG, and then you know Fortnite, kind of. You know. And then they, they struck gold with.
1: And then after Fortnite, there was literally like a, a new survival game to play every every week. It seemed like. For yeah, like for, Fortnite kind of just straight. innovated.
2: Like it yeah. paved the way for not only just BRs but also the industry as a whole. Agreed I like it. Scavengers. If you guys didn't play it, it was a pretty good game.
0: You know, I have not. Um, but that's that's kind of the great example. Is like basically, Bungie has created the Fortnite version of you know the RPG PvP aspect, but nobody stepped up to the plate like a Daisy or a Warzone or anything like that to continue yeah. the the legacy. I mean,
1: Division One was amazing, but.
0: <laughs> they really they really flopped
1: hard. They should have never made Division 2.
2: They So Division 1, I, I think, launched pretty well. Then they stumbled for a bit. And then after a couple years, they kind of had their, their Rise of yeah. Iron Age of Triumph era, where the game was like really, really good. And they're like, okay, we're going to make 2. 2 yeah. comes out, and it's just kind of eh.
1: It was eh.
2: Very eh. Like, it just didn't capture the attention of other no. people. There's nothing to do in it, unfortunately. They made this yeah. huge open
1: world, and there's nothing to do in it, too. Which is, I mean, I guess... To the account. average Destiny 2 patrol space? Yeah. It's the same thing as, like, when was the last time you were like, hey, I really need to do this public event?
0: <laughs> right. I, I, I say that, but I definitely had to do public events <laughs> last Okay, week. well, not for, so... a,
1: like, a cookie event or a <laughs> right. event. Yeah.
0: I think I had to do it for the weekly, honestly. Um... But hard tangent off of it. Uh, let's get back into the PvP aspect because that's what the viewers are here for. yep, uh, yep. we kind of went off there. Let's talk metas and counters. So right now the metas, how do you feel about them? What are you uh, what are you all seeing as the outliers in your respective tiers? and what counters have you found against them?
2: Exit the desktop?
0: I was about to say
2: Alt, that. Alt 4
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean... I wish... I wish I could say that. But there's gotta be... There's a couple out there. So, let's, uh, let's scramble a little bit. And, uh... I guess let's pick a game mode. So, let's pick Trials. We've had four weeks now of mid to long range maps. What have y'all found as the counters. In those maps.
1: Crying. <laughs> um, I've only done one trial session this season, so I'm probably not the best person to touch on that. Okay. Um the I think I did like eight or nine, ten matches. Uh it was all DMT, all of mm-hmm. it. And it's the second they took damage they ran away. So that's yep. my experience. Um, I don't like DMT as a controller player
0: but that's what it was buffed for was controller players.
1: I still don't think I, I maybe it's just me I don't know but I am not down with it.
0: <laughs> I don't like it either so I think. Like
1: <laughs> yeah I, I just I don't yeah I don't get it. I don't know it's
0: my playstyle more than anything else. Um, I guess yeah. Tommy Hello. <laughs> so, metas, what have you found as counters you can tell the students to use to potentially oh god, I hope not um, potentially beat this super exhilarating meta
2: I mean as much as it pains to, you know, say and also probably pains people to hear as basically if you're not running the exact same thing or like a similar or comparable loadout, like and this also goes for con I would just say it's like three game modes especially. like if, yeah. if they have a titan and you're not running a titan, you're at a disadvantage right there. If, you know, they're running like a sidearm SMG and you're not running a sidearm SMG, you're putting yourself at disadvantage. If they're running DMT, you have to be running DMT. If you're running no time, you have to be running no time. And so if you're not using any combination of those weapons, you're already putting yourself at such a massive disadvantage. Like... Um I hit Ascendant running, you know, why I would consider morality weapons, so you know, hand cannon shoddy and so forth. You know, trying to avoid picking up heavy as little as possible, right? Um The amount of times that I, I, I would just be bottom fragment or just feel like I, I was throwing. Just using that loadout was just crazy. And the most important thing that I could ever really offer to my team is playing my life because I can't kill people as fast as a sidearm SMG, mm-hmm. you know. I-, I can't just beam someone with my, you know, DMT hand cannon. Can't just, you know, lane in the back of the map with no time, get three kills. I had to respect my hand cannon's limits so much. And that just, that, that does not work against organized teams. In freelance you have a bit more of a chance but if sure. someone asks me to stack and we match another team we're all running hand cannons we have to quite literally go tourney mode we have to be screaming outs. we have to try so hard and chances <laughs> are they're like leaning back in their chair having the time with their lives that has to be like
0: so it, it's just frustrating just wait it's just crazy i know i know, I know. I'll,
1: I'll i'll get there but
0: I mean, there's times I absolutely agree with you, Kami. There's quite a few times where I've loaded into a match with, say, you know, I've, I've started running SMGs, right? And I've been enjoying SMGs a lot. Um, but I also have a Rose that I really like. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to run Rose for a little bit. Within the first two matches I loaded in for trials this weekend, I swapped off Rose completely. And said, okay, I'm putting on a player's lance because this is how people are playing, playing in the back of the map. So I, I feel this immensely. Um, same thing in comp, same thing, shit, even same thing in sixes lately. And I, I just don't understand.
2: Well, you're saying that you do enjoy playing in Sidon's Revoker in all areas of gameplay? And that, <laughs> you know, it didn't actually get nerfed the first time and we have to deal with the consequences of it years later.
0: Well, I mean, this is this is a return consequence of people begging to have sunsetting go away. Honestly.
2: I would say the issue with sunsetting was more so it shouldn't have been directed the things that was directed. The issue was cruelly pinnacle weapons. If you want a sunset pinnacle weapon, so, you know, whether it be Felwinters, because I consider Felwinters a pinnacle weapon, there was nothing That's... okay about that shotgun. Um, if you want, so Mountap, Recluse um, revoker, riot, you know, NF, you can apply nerfs to those weapons, and also let people use them and you know, <clears throat> say, comp, or, you know, quick play, and I think that's mm-hmm. fine. I just don't think that they were healthy for the rest of the game. Now, that being said, you know, should Duke have, you know, caught strays for just happening to, is this scene, forsaken? You know, should Dust Rock, you know, caught strays for that? No, you, a, a large portion of the game just got screwed over because, hey, we don't really know how to balance our pinnacle weapons, we don't know how to balance Top, we don't know how to balance Revoker. It, it just it seems like a case of throwing out the baby with the bathwater.
0: Mhm. That's a, that's a term I haven't heard in a while, holy shit.
2: Yeah, I'm old, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my primary frustration. And kind of a side tangent is a lot of the problems that exist now, those are symptoms of a greater problem. And the more we try to address the symptom, the further we get away from the actual problem.
0: I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Um, but it's also, it's, it's a little more than that, right? The, the whole argument against sunsetting in and, and why it's so uh, irritated, right? Is people weren't hitting the power level necessary to play the the power level required fields. Iron Banner, Trials, GMs, things like that. Obviously, GMs still have a light level enabled and so does Trials. But I expect that those two are we're probably going to see an end of times for those. For at least a light level portion, you know what I mean? Because people complain so much about it. Do you think that's the right thing to do, or do you think that power levels should still remain?
2: I feel like kind of... So in regards to in-game activities, right? I think we kind of... We're entering a new age where the whole, hey, you know, the the D1 model of, hey, you have to be this tall to ride this ride isn't exactly working. And a lot of the times, especially with artifact level, it just leads to... Bungie having to just input limits where, hey, you know, when you enter this activity, you're capped. This is as far as you can go. Mm-hmm. You know, I, re- I remember doing trials, uh, like Burnout Week, and, you know, I-, I don't really do PvE too much anymore, and the amount of times so I would three-tap someone and they kind of just walked it off, just shrugged it off, like it was just a flesh wound, just like, oh, uh, you know, th- that was nothing because I'm doing less damage than, you know, I'm like 1580 the person I'm fighting is like 1590 right and you know if I slide a lane you know I just get one burst by no time because you know he's a bit higher I, I think I think Bundy's eventually going to realize okay power power enabled PvP is a bit silly it, it's not drawing the same audience that was but also I guess the the more important question is okay what does an in game PvP activity look like then if it's not power level based? You yeah. should see. Uh, you should see the power creep in Gambit.
1: <laughs> if Is you Gambit get a high level enabled, yes. If you get a high enough as an inv... if and you're an invader, you literally can't be killed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I
1: don't. I don't know what they're doing at Gambit. Yeah, I... I don't. I, honestly, I've I've said for a while now that Gambit should be a rotating activity.
0: I'm not gonna lie, Gambit had promised to be one of the best.
1: I loved Gambit at first and then the heavy weapons yes the the whole ammo crate thing now like you don't even need to build in there like it's i don't know i don't know what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> i got i got nothing
0: else on that other than i have no idea what they're doing yeah that's a that's a fair assessment um i got one more question and then we'll jump into the scrim portion chat if you're new here the way this works is we finish the questions up if you have any last minute questions you want to ask type them in chat otherwise we're going to switch over to the practical portion and you guys get to play with the guests of the week um we do a one instructor on each team run a game flip the instructors run it back cycle out for the next group uh if you have any other questions beforehand ask them in the meantime while i'm waiting for those questions to be typed in if there are any we know, boys. We know that from the Firing Line podcast 2 weeks ago, 3 weeks ago, um AE is being changed again. To now it will be pre-Icarus or better than Icarus pre-AE on the on primaries. Do you guys think that's enough to reshape the landscape of the Crucible, or are we too far gone? Is it something you're excited about?
1: So I've never, I've never been an in-air gamer in okay. Destiny. Um, I don't know if that'll change now that I've actually made this, um, because I haven't really had a chance to try it out. I don't know what what uh, benefits it offers yet because when I played before when it was a thing I was always on the ground Yep. Um, so I, I don't really have too many f- feelings on it I just think it's funny that this season they introduced a SMG that lets any class fly uh, they introduced a seasonal mod that basically gives you in-air accuracy and I feel like they're really giving us all this stuff to see how much they can buff it before it's broken again, not broken, but too effective in their eyes.
0: Okay, I don't think A.E. was ever broken. It was no, the... not
1: broken. Uh, very good in the right hands, but I feel like they're like giving us all these mods that that buffs it uh, and a weapon that lets us fly around and, and be effective with it, just to see how far they can push it again.
0: Hmm. I agree with that um Kami how do you feel about it
2: um I I just have to believe it when I see it right you know (laughs) my initial initial thoughts towards AE started off as this could be good if done right to you know kind of like what are they thinking when it comes to this Mm -hmm. to just you know I've just kind of accepted that wow you know Clips of me jumping in the air are seen as... It's like fucking Mozart just dropped a sick beat or something. Like, it's just, like, (laughs) classical art at this point. So, I'll just have to wait and see. I know A just really shafted hand cannons, you know, and also shafted shotguns even more than what they are already being shafted, given that they have, like, quite literally every, every nerf attached to them, right?
0: Yeah absolutely
2: um so i i I just have to really see hey is this actually going to do something this time or is this just kind of a you know listen you know this should on paper be better and then it just isn't
0: yeah they flat out said though this will be better than pre-icarus ae or uh so it's gonna be be stronger
1: than... than it was before
0: it'll be stronger than it was with icarus
1: before so it d- existed, I should say. Why did they take it away in the first place if they're just gonna bring it back and make it stronger than it was?
0: Because it's only- This is got- where the
1: confusion comes in. <laughs> this is I, the word I don't get.
0: I'm gonna agree with you on both accounts, honestly. Um, but it sounds like it's just to stop special weapons. So okay. my guess is- So this got- is a
1: primary thing?
0: Yeah, it's only for primary weapons. Okay. So the biggest thing is, is that going to be enough to counter this back of the map hiding behind the shield meta.
1: So this should make hand cannons essentially really good again.
0: Hopefully. That's a uh, that's that's the big help here. <laughs> because they're not right now. And that rolls I mean a... go ahead. Oh no, yeah, go ahead and finish. Sorry. Oh no, I was going to say I was going to roll it into the next topic Oh, I was just
1: going to say I've always been a pulse rifle user, so the more people jumping around in the middle of the map sounds funner to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is, and if if you're if you're facing people that don't know what they're doing, it is the best skeet shooting ever. You yeah. just stand there and watch them fly, and then take a shot. Like you can time it, slow it down, hit your shots, no problem at all. Um. So, I did remember a question that was asked previously that I missed originally, and then wanted to go back to it. Um, the argument that I'm seeing right now on Twitter, a lot of the time is from higher-skilled players, I guess I could say, is uh, hand cannons should be the baseline for tuning. Do you guys disagree or agree, and why?
2: I think hand cannons are probably in their most balanced spot, and I've been of the opinion that since, I want to say Shadowkeep, hand cannons have not been anywhere near as overpowered as people think. You know, options, like, no like no time has been broken for a really long time. Lame and Narc was broken since, like, day one. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they still weren't as prevalent as what they were before, you know. Free, you know, like, all these AE changes and all these things I kind of shaft movement about. Just simply because you know, you, you had options. SMGs have been good for a while, sidearms have been good for a while. Just the amount of power creep that have just been thrown on the weapons because people are just under the belief that yo, know, you know, hand cannons are just overpowered. When in reality, it, a lot of it's just boiled down to people don't want to use other things, people are happy with their hand cannons. You know, don't take my hand cannon from me if you know, you don't, you don't have to, right? <laughs> You know pe- people are happy with what they're using and, and you know you didn't see the uprising you know the lack of morality until it just became well, okay using hand cans just a straight-up throw even rose which I would say is just the best thing since sliced bread you know the second coming of you know uh, Year one dire and uh, you know spare yep it's it just it- it's not it's not it's not good like people are forcing it
0: I don't know, man. I think Rose should be the baseline for every hand cannon, but that's just me.
2: I think they need to... So, a lot of the or 150s they turn to 140s need to kind of adopt the whole mixed, hybrid, lightweight frame.
0: I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Um, Matt, what do you got to add? Um, As
1: someone who is a outsider, non-hand cannon user... Um... I've tried to use them. I can draw a nice outline of your body with them, but I can't hit you with them. <laughs> um, PvE, I'm great with like PvP, I can't hit anything. Um, to me, the hand cannon literally is the identity of Destiny. And it's not like anyone can use them. Like, y- you have to be good mm-hmm. with a hand cannon to be good with a hand cannon. So I... I'd, I'm not for the fact that hand cannons aren't a meta, because to me, the hand cannon is destiny. And it's weird that you don't see it as much as you should.
0: Yeah, I, and that's a tough one, because I absolutely agree with you. I got shit on my hand cannons for so long in the NF meta. Mm-hmm. I taught myself how to use hand cannons.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure if they were the meta now, I probably would force myself t- to learn them. But I've, right now, I feel like I don't have to learn it.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that we see this is going to be a kind of a controversial take. I'm hoping that we see more hand cannons in the future and more hand cannon usability with the changes to AE and otherwise. Honestly,
1: I wouldn't mind it. I mean, hand cannon clips are fun. Like, it's just a fun weapon. Like it's to me somebody like bot walking with a pulse rifle it doesn't it doesn't make for an interesting watch like somebody flying around with a hand cannon like kami right now and in this vod is fun to watch people want to watch that
0: yeah i agree with that all right if we have no other questions chat we are going to switch over if you have questions while we're in the scrim portion feel free to type them as well or ask them in the vc when you get to play with these codes so we're gonna go to be right back um Let's get into the gameplay portion of the scrim school.